It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S. Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. I am Jeff Snyder of Baseball Central, flying solo one more time. Vince's other obligations uh, kept him into Thursday night, and so next week we should be back together. But for for today, you get me one more time. So uh, we're going to do a mailbag episode today. I got some good questions from you guys. I really appreciate it. It was on short notice. I didn't find out till late that that I would be flying solo, and uh, this mailbag episode will make it a lot easier. And honestly, there's some really good, fun topics to talk about. So that's the plan for today. Going to be answering your questions, but first, I want to remind you: please subscribe to Locked On Dodgers wherever you get your podcasts. And when you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Dodgers. Um. All right. So. You know, jumping right in, there wasn't really any Dodgers news today, just some more rumblings about Trevor Bauer. Um, we got a, a question about the possibility of Bauer joining the club. I don't know that I have anything new to say uh, beyond what I said yesterday about whether the Dodgers are actually likely to sign him. Uh, I did see some stuff on, on Twitter today that I wanted to address a little bit Uh you know, basically just saying hopefully the front office is consulting with some of the team leaders uh, before they, if they are thinking about signing Trevor Bauer. Uh, and I just want to read here what I said yesterday. I have no doubt that Andrew Friedman, I, I think he understands people. I don't think uh, there's any chance in the world that he would be seriously considering signing Trevor Bauer without consulting with the team leaders, without consulting with Dave Roberts. And so, you know, uh, in the end, doesn't mean they'll make the right decision. I don't even know what the right decision is, but I do think, I, I don't think this is going to be a decision the front office makes uh, unilaterally without taking into account clubhouse chemistry. Uh, so with that said, I'm not going to really address address much of Trevor Bauer beyond that. Um, so the next question, I'm just going to kind of go in order of the way these re- were received from Blab and Blue at Blab and Blue on Twitter asks, what are the odds the Dodgers exceed the luxury tax in 2021? And uh, it, basically, I think it's 100%. I, I don't see much chance that they don't. Uh, the only way they would be able to do this without exceeding luxury tax is if they dumped some salary. And, and I don't really see the possibilities of that because as of right now, they're like $5 million away and they still haven't re-signed Justin Turner or signed a Justin Turner replacement. So yeah, I mean, it's possible they don't make any more moves this, this off season. They go into the season with Edwin Rios as the third baseman. Uh, but it just doesn't seem likely to me. It seems like they have another move or two to make, uh, Justin Turner and, or another right-handed bat, uh, still possibly another a bullpen arm, Brad Hand or somebody else. So 
Uh, and then, you know, without even discussing the possibility of Trevor Bauer. And so basically any one more signing puts them over the luxury tax. And at that point, the first time you're over, there's really not much reason other than money not to go over by quite a bit. So I, I think the Dodgers are in a good position where they know they're going to be over the luxury tax. And so it gives them more freedom because they're not bumping up against this arbitrary uh, obstacle. They, they know, okay, we're going over. So let's just, uh, let's just do what's best for baseball. And that's obviously always a good situation to be in, especially knowing that they do have some payroll opening up after 2021. And so if they, do want to duck back down below the the luxury tax next year that's a possibility uh they might want to go might want to go above it for a couple of years as of right now uh mookie betts is the only one signed beyond 2022 i think and obviously they have they'll have arbitration guys and stuff doesn't mean he's the only player who will be under contract then just the only one they know how much they're paying so uh, there are options available, but it's hard for me to see any way that they don't go over the luxury tax in 2021. Uh, next question is from Jordan Hartzell uh, at jhartzell18. says, are the Dodgers taking a flyer on Andrelton Simmons? And uh, my answer is, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I've heard anything about this until I saw this question come in. And... Uh, you know, I there, yeah, he's a free agent, but uh, he's not a good hitter. He plays a position that they already have. You know, so I mean, signing Simmons would basically lock them into moving Corey Seager to a different position, which maybe isn't the approach you want to take uh, if you're hoping to extend him. I uh, don't want to make him upset. Uh, I I just you know I I did a Google search and I see a few things people mentioning the possibility of Simmons to the Dodgers but nothing recently and nobody who really knows what they're talking about and so uh no I I think Andrelton Simmons is pretty high on the list of people I would be really surprised to see the Dodgers sign there are plenty of guys who you know I haven't even thought about or whatever uh but Andrelton Simmons doesn't seem like a fit at all because uh he can't hit and uh, they don't need anybody at his position. So, so yeah, uh, Jordan, if you if you saw something that that I'm missing, let me know because uh, may, maybe I missed something and maybe there was a rumor about that that's not showing up on Twitter. Uh, but as of right now, I have a really really hard time seeing that. Uh, I'm gonna come back in a minute and talk more about uh, some of your questions. But first, let's talk about BetOnline.ag. We've got the conference championship games in the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. We've got NBA regular season. We've got the NHL. Plenty of stuff. If you are looking to bet on sports, now is a pretty good time to do it. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that is betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, just use promo code Locked On, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus. Uh, and like I said, any sports you want to bet on, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, NHL, and obviously baseball will be starting soon, hopefully, fingers crossed. And so uh, get your account ready now so that you can be ready by the time baseball season rolls around. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Let's also talk about Rock Auto rockauto.com. 
they are a family-owned online auto parts dealer and it's pretty cool their website is easy to use you just go in there you punch in uh, your make and model of car and year and it'll show you all the parts available and whatever you need chances are they gonna have it uh, your chances are better at finding the exact part you need than they would be if you went down to the auto parts store that are limited by space rockauto.com isn't limited that way and so whatever you need they're gonna find it and the best part is it's gonna cost you a lot less I've told the story the story before I saved about $1,000 by going through Rock Auto instead of going through the dealership when my car needed new shocks. And so, uh, yeah, you know, it's family owned. It's a, it's a small business, which is always good to support in this time, uh, you know, of financial struggles. And like I said, they have pretty much everything that you're going to need. So just go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but, but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked on MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. From team-focused farm system breakdowns, prospect rankings, and interviews with some of the brightest up-and-comers in the game, Locked on MLB Prospects is the best way to stay plugged in on the future of your favorite team. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's jump back into our mailbag and uh, see what else we got. Uh, Jacob Norling, our friend Jacob Norling at Jacob Norling on Twitter, he asked, do you want Clayton Kershaw to pitch the home opener in the gold trim uniform or have someone else start that day so he can be present for the ceremonies? Knowing his routine, he'd treat it as any other day if he was scheduled to pitch. Uh, it's an interesting question. I think some of it might depend on whether there are fans in the, in the stands and it doesn't seem likely that that'll be the case. And so there's not going to be there's not going to be that 50,000 fans experiencing that. I feel like I wouldn't even be surprised if they hold off on any big ceremony until we have the, the first game that fans are at and, and Kershaw might not be lined up to pitch that game anyway. Uh, and so it might be a non-issue, but if they do do the ceremony on opening day, no, I still think Kershaw should start. I, I think, you know, They've done plenty of opening day ceremonies for different things. Obviously, this is the first time they've won the World Series uh, and celebrating that, but they've done plenty of opening day things, and it's just kind of an accepted part of those that Clayton Kershaw is busy warming up in the bullpen when they're doing that. And so I don't have any issue with that, and I think Kershaw will look good in the gold trim uniform standing on the mound. And so for me, it comes down to I, I don't think you change your plans for a ceremony. And so if Kershaw is going to be the opening day starter, he should be the opening day starter. Uh, of course, starting the season on the road, he might not be lined up to pitch the home opener anyway if he pitches opening day in Colorado. And so, again, that might be another reason it's a non-issue. Uh, but as of right now, if it's his day to pitch, then he ought to pitch, and they, they shouldn't plan around that. That's my opinion. And uh, I, I could see other people disagreeing and I couldn't even say they're wrong, but for me, I say stick with it. Uh, next question from Peter Cho at Peter X Cho on Twitter. He says, can you see the Dodgers possibly going to a six man rotation? We've talked a little bit about this in the past. And yeah, for me, I, I really like the idea. And that's one of the things that, you know, I guess I said I wasn't going to talk much about Trevor Bauer, but I'm going to bring him up again. One of the things Trevor Bauer wants is to, to pitch every fourth game instead of every fifth. 
And for the Dodgers, I, I see them possibly utilizing a six-man rotation, if not the whole season, at least a bunch of it. And so, um, and and maybe if, if Bauer signs a long-term contract, he won't be as keen on doing the every fourth game. Uh, and, and I think a team definitely wouldn't be as keen on letting him throw that many innings if if he was signed to a long-term contract. But if it's a one-year deal and he's wanting to hit free agency again next year, uh, you could definitely see a team doing that. And, you know, I, I guess there's way to work ways to work around that. Have him be on the fourth game schedule and everybody else doing a regular six-man rotation and just kind of slot him in whenever it's his day and everybody else bumps back. Uh, but, but going back to the original question about a six-man rotation, with the limited innings last year uh, because of the pandemic, the shortened season, uh, it seems like pretty much everybody on the Dodgers, you know, David Price didn't pitch at all last year. Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, you know, Bueller had the, the blister issues. And so he was a little bit limited. Kershaw obviously has injury history the last few years. And then you've got three young guys, Julio and May and Gonsolin, who all might could use uh, being eased into a full workload. And so for me, it makes a lot of sense to do a six man rotation for the whole season and just keep all those guys fresh for they all need it for different reasons, and I think they could really benefit. And, you know, what's the point of having six good starters if you're not going to use them? And so uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see the Dodgers do a six-man rotation, maybe not the full the full season, and maybe they use days off as an opportunity to give guys an extra start off. So, you know, okay, we have this day off. Okay, Gonsolin, we're going to skip you this time through the rotation or whatever. Uh, Julio, you get a break this time through the rotation. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see the Dodgers doing a six-man rotation, and I I think I'm in favor of it. Um, we had another question about Marcus Semien. We've talked about Semien three episodes episodes in a row. Uh, I think my opinions are clear that I don't think he's much of an upgrade over anybody, and so I'm probably not going to address that one much more. Uh, uh, at all shades of blue except it looks like the O and of is maybe a zero. Anyway, uh, he asks, what are your expectations for David Price's performance this season? Price is a really interesting one. I'm optimistic. I'm super optimistic. He he seemed like last year during spring training part one, before he opted out, before COVID shut everything down, he seemed like he was healthy and really feeling good and, and throwing the ball really well. And so for me... Uh, if that's the case, that whatever issue was making his hand numb is really solved, I think we might see a resurgence of David Price, and I would love to see that. Uh, he's looked good in the little bullpen sessions we've seen on on social media, and obviously we don't have we don't have a radar gun on those, so it's hard to tell for sure. But he looks good, and yeah, I am really optimistic for David Price. I do think. Maybe he more than anybody would benefit from the six-man rotation just because he has been limited and then didn't play at all last year. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of question about how durable he's going to be. Uh, but so yeah, that that he's one of the reasons that I'm in favor of the six-man rotation. But then from from there, if they do that, if they can keep him healthy and rested and and manage his workload. I expect uh, him to have a really good season. That's what I'm hoping for. Some of it obviously is hope, but some of it is expectation. It seems realistic that he's going to have a pretty good season. 
Uh, and then the last question we have is from our buddy Brandon Johnson at Brandon John 442. He says, rank these postseason homers. Cody Bellinger, game six of the NLCS. Kike Hernandez, game six of the NLCS. Mookie, game six of the World Series. Will Smith off of Will Smith. And then he allows the option of write-in votes. Uh, I think those are pretty good for, you know, obviously there were there were so many big moments. Uh, Corey Seager isn't listed here at all, and he had a 1,000 homers in the postseason. Um, but if we're just going with these four, which I think is is a good way to do it, um, I don't know. So uh, Smith off Smith was, was a big, big home run for me. Uh, personally, I think I've told this story, but it, it was – I was in Seattle – visiting friends with my family on vacation, uh, visiting our best friends who recently moved up to Seattle. And uh, that game happened to be on my best friend's birthday. And so, and he is a Braves fan. So we were at their house watching the game on his birthday against his favorite team. And when, when Will Smith hit that home run, it was such a, a big moment because, you know, obviously the Dodgers are facing elimination in that game. They're down three games to one. And that really turned things around. And so uh, for personal emotional reasons, I feel like that one is probably my my favorite. And yeah, and then I, it's sad because I think Kike's comes in fourth place on this, even though I loved it. It was such an exciting moment, such a big home run. Uh, I, I will never forget where I was. I was doing the dishes. I was standing at my kitchen counter, loading the dishwasher, watching the game over my left shoulder when he hit that. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's a visceral memory and I will watch that home run 20 years from now. And I I will still remember exactly where I was standing, what I was doing. So it's funny that it's coming in last place here, but that just goes to show how big all four of these home runs were. Um, Mookie's homer comes in third and, and, you know, I could make a case for it to to be in fourth place. Um, but it was that relief. You know, the Dodgers had already taken the two to one lead, but it was a Mookie hit that home run. That was when I knew, okay, the Dodgers are going to win the world series, giving them that insurance run was such a big deal. His reaction coming around first base was, was huge. So exciting. Just so, so much passion for what was going on. And so it edges out Kike's Homer a little bit for me. Uh, and then Belly's in that same game to take the lead. Um, the, the the same game as Kike's. That that one where to send them to the World Series, and he battled that at bat that at bat by Cody Bellinger, where he was do it using his two strike approach, slapping foul balls, and still was able to turn on the eighth pitch of the at bat with two strikes. It's uh, it was a really impressive at bat, and the bat flip was amazing the whole story behind it, dislocating his shoulder, you know, celebrating, you know, everything about that thing. I could watch that one uh, over and over. And so as far as pure beauty, that one might be it. That one or the one that, one of the ones that Muncie hit in the World Series, just, uh, just even though it didn't go, I mean, it went far, but it's not like it was a tape measure shot, but it was a no doubter and a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so I think of these four, I'd go Smith and then Belly and then Mookie and then Kike, uh, but they're all awesome. And, and that's one of the great things that, you know, what we experienced in 2020 was we have four legitimate home runs and 
10 others that could make this list on any other day. You know, we, we didn't even talk about Muncie's Grand Slam in the 11-run inning or the two other home runs in that inning. Uh, were there two? Maybe there were three. I don't know. They, they had a crap load of home runs. Uh, you know, like I said, none of Seager's home runs. Mookie had another home run that, that was big. Uh, just so many, so many awesome. Actually, one for me, the one I saw in person, Cody Bellinger's in game one of the World Series. And uh, that one was cool. I was on TV standing behind it. The ball landed 30 feet in front of me. Uh, and, and so that one, for personal reasons, that one was awesome. So we, we got such a, such a cool treat in 2020, October, watching the Dodgers win, win this World Series, battle back. You know, they dominated some series, had to fight in others. And everything you could want in a postseason, we got it, including the Dodgers holding the trophy at the end. And so... Uh, it was a special season and something I will never forget. And these homers are all a part of it. Um, I think that's it. That's all the questions I got. Um, like I said, there was one or two about, about, I can't remember Bauer's first name. What's his first name? Trevor, Tyler, Tony, whatever Bauer's name is, uh, Jack Bauer. No, I, I definitely want the Dodgers to get Jack Bauer. Um, and I didn't answer the one about Marcus Semien just cause I feel like I've beat the Semien drum enough. Uh, but I really do appreciate you guys sending in those questions. It's uh, always fun to talk Dodgers with you guys. It's been an interesting week. I've been down in California at my parents' house this week, and Vince hasn't been available, and so uh, I'm not in my regular recording spot. Uh, but hopefully it's turned out okay. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening every day. If you haven't done so yet, go ahead and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you have Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use it, subscribe there that helps other people find us and if you're not listening every day you know add one more day to your rotation each week uh that would help us out a lot and obviously tell your friends if you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy the show you can follow us on instagram and twitter at locked on dodgers vince is on twitter at vince semperio i'm on twitter at snydog and the dms are open in all of those places our email address is locked on dodgers at gmail.com and our Phone number for voicemails or text messages is 323-863-LOCK-5625. We are here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be here with us. When you get in your car or sit on your couch, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. We'll talk to you on Monday. I say D-O-D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all hard. Oh, heart and all thumbs, they're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles, our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.